0: everybody and welcome to another episode of we watch Shudder. i am one half of your host team my name is jd and who's here with me today
1: it's michelle
0: it's always michelle no. guys it's jd and michelle on we watch shutter yeah. back with another hot new release uh, that's a weird phrase that you don't want to hear out of context, hot new release. Uh, anyway. Um, spicy. Uh, yeah, as we do, you know, we, uh, we talk about <laughs> the new original and exclusive releases from Shudder. Like to remind people we are in no way affiliated with Shutter. We pay our 6 bucks a month just like everybody else, which is why we feel entitled to tell you how we feel about these movies.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got to listen to our thoughts.
0: Right. We gave you six we gave $6 to a a company somewhere and now you random strangers and people yeah. we know
1: Every week we go out and we find a person just on the street and we put them in our van and we bring them back to like one of our places and then we have a chair and we duct tape them to it and we make them listen to one episode and then make them give us a five star review on whatever streaming service they're using because we're both sensitive people and even a four will make us cry. Um, And then we release them into the wild. Yeah, we let them
0: go. We let them go completely physically unharmed, but uh, Mm -hmm. severely mentally traumatized and very, very confused. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I think it's like a Saw situation where we're doing it for their own good so right. that they learn to appreciate life and horror a little bit more.
0: I agree. <laughs> so uh, what's the movie we're talking about today, Michelle?
1: It is Off Season.
0: Off Season is the title of the new film, uh, written and directed by Mickey Keating. Uh, if that name sounds familiar to you, uh, there's probably good reason for that. Uh, I especially know Mickey Keating from a movie he did back in 2015 called Darling uh, that I uh, I have really enjoyed. Uh, there's another movie he did a few years uh, back also called Carnage Park that I have not yet seen myself, but I've heard good things about. Oh, uh, I like
1: Carnage Park.
0: Yeah. yeah. So that's uh, that's uh, Mickey's been been around for a while. He's he's made uh, several films. This is the newest one from him. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and read for you the description right off the Shudder website like we always do. it's a quickie. Here it is, guys. Off season, Marie becomes stranded on the island where her mother is buried and must unveil the mystery behind her mother's troubled past to make it out alive. A Shudder exclusive. Short, sweet, and to the point. Michelle, Uh hit us with your spoiler-free thoughts on mickey okay. keating's off season my
1: thoughts are not going to be short sweet and to the point i have a lot of them buckle up you are trapped on an island and you cannot get off just like in off season you are now trapped <laughs> and i have thoughts and you have to listen to them
0: quick spoiler free um, thoughts here michelle we'll get to the I, full breakdown
1: oh these are all spoiler free i just all think right. people need a warning um fair enough so, Go
0: cut loose do what you gotta oh, do i know i know I this mean, feeling
1: <laughs> I was gonna say I have listened to you just scream oh, yeah. sometimes
0: <laughs> uh,
1: so I want a director's cut of this movie and I know you're thinking to yourself but it's an hour and 23 minutes that's like a perfect length of a, a movie like you're it's over it's done it's quick uh but I want a director's cut of this movie where they get rid of 45 minutes of it and it is just half hour of Jocelyn Donahue walking around an island and scared and alone and no one else talks to her except for a very select few uh moments because those are the best scenes in this whole film and then they fuck it up by putting other (laughs) people in the scene with her and they should have stopped doing that there are a few exceptions which we will get into in the spoiler section but like if she had just been alone this movie would have been so much better i have a theory that every department in this movie was comprised of exactly two people and those two people hate each other Um, (laughs) some of them were married and are now going through a divorce and for some reason they are stuck on this project together and they cannot agree on anything so what they did is they said hey person i'm about to be divorced from how about you go ahead and do this thing in the movie the way you want it and i'll do this other thing in the movie the way that i want it and That is why uh, like one of them is either an idiot and the other is a genius or one of them is trying to fuck up their job so they both get fired and they get severance and then they can be on their ways. because that's the only way that I can explain the visuals why we have these long isolated sweeping shots of the beach and these beautiful fog moments but then... Partway through the film, there's a moment where an old lady grabs the lead character by her arm and they decide that's so scary, it has to be in slow motion for 10 minutes. And I do not understand that choice. Again, there's uh, an effect at the end that I really, really, really like. And then there is another effect that is essentially a Snapchat filter that is unnecessary (laughs) and just so stupid and took away from, like, some very good moments. Uh, The casting director, there were two of them. I don't know why. Uh, (laughs) One got Jocelyn Donahue and Richard Brake on this project. The other one went, hmm, well, you know what? Everybody's on guard right now. I can't just deliberately fuck this up so badly. I'm going to get people who are pretty good actors but the problem is that they are not as good as Jocelyn Richard and so it becomes very obvious that they are not on that level and then we're going to make them interact with the other uh very good actors and it's going to be like very obvious like that they are not as talented as the other two but no that's why i'm saying like jocelyn and richard are just so good that these other people can't like be on their level it was very clever of this casting director to sabotage it to that extreme (laughs) and lastly there is sound the atmospheric music and sounds beautiful great awesome why the fuck did this movie start with the song from Beauty and the Beast. And let me be clear, the song is not actually from Beauty and the Beast. The song is <laughs> Carnival of Animals. It is the aquarium movement. And I know that because I downloaded Shazam on my phone finally. And I Shazam the song and then I found out it was Carnival of Animals, Aquarium movement. And then I went down a Google rabbit hole where I found out that people get very mad if you think that the Beauty and the Beast prologue is the same as the Carnival of Animals, Aquarium movement because I recognize that fucking, how has no one seen Beauty and the Beast? Lastly, there was one other guy on the crew. And he just went like, hey, you know what this movie needs? Chapter cards. No fucking idea why. (laughs) Um, So (laughs) I just I'm like a parent in that I am not mad. I'm just disappointed and I think that's worse. I'll give it a 3.5 but only because (laughs) A (laughs) 3.5 after all of that? Oh my god. (laughs) Uh, Here's the thing. The good moments are so good. They are so good. And I'm so mad that this was not a five.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Um, okay. So uh, and I, I need a minute. <sighs> oh, my God. I know. I'm going to take
1: a drink. That I've was, been drinking uh, that for was, a uh, while.
0: That was pretty good. I like that. Uh, so uh, I, I guess that <sighs> wraps things up. We'll talk to you next week <laughs> on We Watch Show. Good night, Michelle. No, <laughs> no um, uh, well, probably not nearly as <sighs> intense as you. Uh, I pretty much agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, This (laughs) movie is a disjointed clusterfuck of a film. It has no idea what it wants to be. It's like there's a little bit of like John Carpenter's The Fog in there. Uh, And there's a a little bit of H.P. Lovecraft in there. And there's a little bit of even like Silent Hill in there. And all these these different elements. Uh, The script is bad. The dialogue is bad. Like it's like it's like like it felt like like I don't know like a twelve year old wrote the dialogue in some of these scenes. It's it's very and what you said about the visuals is so weird. There are moments where there are just long drawn out shots of things for no reason at all. Yeah, it just. It's completely disjointed. There are little independent, in, like there were ideas that they tried to present here that I think the ideas were better than what we got. And there are a few little things. You know, there's a couple of body horror moments that are right up my alley. And I thought the like there are little cool bits and pieces, but it just does not work as a whole piece at all. Uh, I'm going to give it two skulls Is is okay. where I'm going to go. Two skulls uh on uh on off season i, I do want like to say... quickly say a word of defense uh in your little <laughs> casting rant there uh in in defense of uh melora walters who's also in the film uh but other than her and the other two uh yeah you're you're right there's like, are these, okay, yeah, we'll talk about the details of the special effects I, and the shots here in a little bit, but yeah.
1: I, I was going to say, I do need to clarify, my score will be discussed more in the Absolutely. spoiler section. I'm right. very, very upset that it's a 3.5. Sure, so,
0: sure. So You got to watch a, the
1: movie first if you're going to. You're yeah, if, you do, wanna, and, if oh. you do want to
0: watch the movie before we just rip it apart in a super, super spoilery way, this is where you're going to want to hit that pause button right now. And now, <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, like it's 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 not often that Michelle and I land on the same page uh, exactly for a movie. Sometimes we're in the same ballpark, but yeah, uh, like I said, uh, I wasn't inspired to quite so much fervor as you. I was just kind of bored by this one because, again, it mm. never it never felt like like it felt like it just changed and became a completely different movie like three or four different times.
1: So, here is why my score is so high. Because I got very upset watching this movie when I had a realization... That if they remove things like the ex-boyfriend or whatever he is, and it was just her driving alone in a car, and then she goes to visit the gravestone, and she never talks to that woman, and then uh, she can't leave the island, and she goes back to the town and never encounters anybody. If it was just a story of her having, like, no interaction with other people, and, like, she didn't have, like, even if, like, the other people were still frozen in that bar, but just, like, not... Like, if they were frozen, that would be so fucking creepy without the eye effect. The eye effect ruined. Oh, the eye effect um, was awful.
0: Yeah. Awful! Yeah.
1: And, and like, there were so many things where I was like, if she just never had dialogue and was just going through, like, this really weird, bizarre situation with, like, old jazz music playing and, like, all this stuff, like, I would have loved this movie. And every time she started talking to somebody, I got mad, except for the interaction with Richard Brake at the end, which well, was phenomenal. Like the throwbacks to her mother, this entire story could have been told just through like her walking through a town and then remembering something. And those flashbacks. Said. And flashbacks. Yes. Yeah. Like and, you, and that would have been such a good movie, and right. that's why I'm upset.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. Like I very much feel like it's this movie. <sighs> this movie has John Carpenter's The Fog Syndrome, right? Like I don't know how much you know about The Fog, but they made that movie where it was literally just the fog, and it tested so poorly with audiences that they went back and they made these changes to it where they added in the ghost pirates in the fog, uh, and I feel still that like it would have been a better movie without the ghost pirates. And it's the same thing yes. here. Yes, this movie, exactly like you said, it's kind of like uh, like Garfield without uh, without Garfield, you know? if <laughs> yes. uh, If she had, and we had all those flashbacks, she goes to all those places, uh, it's tense and atmospheric. Now imagine you're watching that, you're trying to figure out what the fuck is going on here, and everything mm-hmm. else is exactly the same except there's none of these interactions, and um, and like you said, even maybe she goes to the bar one night and she sees a oh, looks through a window and sees a room full of people just frozen in space. Exactly. Even that would be cool. And then, right at the end, she thinks she sees her mom at the at the cemetery, like she does. So she follows her out to the beach, and then there's just this giant fucking sea monster out in the lightning storm <laughs> yes. for no reason. That would have been so cool. So yes. cool. And I
1: even I in, like, this scenario that, like, I thought of it, and then I was just so mad that, like, I couldn't let it go. Because I kept, like, every time I thought I was out, they pulled me right back in again. Like, there were so many things I loved, and then they would fuck it up so horribly. It's like... I was on a roller coaster and I was just starting the ride and I was going up, 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 up and I'm so excited, and something great's gonna get like happen. And then I get to the top and there's an insurance salesman and he just hands me
0: a contract <laughs> and I have to get you, off the ride. You get you, know, you get up to the top and it's like, hey, we've been trying to reach you about your car's extended <laughs> exactly. warranty, yeah.
1: And they're like, here's a, a slide that you can take. It's not yeah. a fun slide. It's only like ten feet off the ground and I'm just like, why? Like I was. So excited and I was so into it and I was so tense and I like Mickey Keating's like previous work, so I was yep. like, this is gonna be good. And then it I I was immediately mad when I was like, This is the Beauty and the Beast music, and I knew I was never gonna be fully on board with this movie, and I, it was all over the place and yeah. I was so
0: mad. The uh <sighs> like I'm also a person who like like don't get me wrong, I like a a, a horror movie that doesn't necessarily spoon feed everything to you and mm-hmm. makes you kinda draw some connections and things along the way. Uh, But this movie, frankly, barely has a story at all. Like, it's just the most rudimentary framework. Like, all you know is apparently there's this weird sea creature that some people on an island made a deal with, and now they don't ever die. They And then they, like, apparently somehow they harvest energy from tourists that the monster then eats out of them somehow. Just these, yeah. and, like, they threw this, like, just spit it out there like as if it was a nuisance to have and i'm like well if that's the case why even have those people in the movie <laughs> like exactly if you had just removed the and made this more like a this could have been such a solitary claustrophobic movie uh and it just ends up it and and the times when they do talk like the when that dude who apparently was i i think he was supposed to be her uncle her mother's brother they kind of give that to you at the end, but there's absolutely yeah, for no reason. Right, and there's absolutely no way at all you could have deduced that from anything mm-hmm. in the film. And that to me is cheap. You should at least yeah. do something, it should be crafted in such a way where it doesn't feel like it just came out of nowhere. And so many of those things uh, did. And uh, like, like, you're talking about the visual elements. Yes, that eyeball effect, I've seen better digital special effects in student films from 1997. Are you kidding me? That was ridiculously awful. It also awful. wasn't
1: necessary. They're already right. frozen. That's right. scary. Why right. do they need Completely crazy eyes?
0: Completely unnecessary. Now, I did think the weird tentacly body horror bit uh, about two-thirds of the way through yeah. the movie uh, where the the fisherman dude who turned out to be her uncle gets all consumed. I liked that. I would have liked it to be shot in a little bit brighter light so I could see more of what was going on because I'm, I'm into yep. that sort of thing. But, um, you know, it just... Ugh. It was so frustrating on so many levels. Things kept happening that kept pulling me out of it. All of the best mm-hmm. parts of this movie are, are when she drops into those flashbacks and she's and there's then they slowly give you bits and pieces. Yep. They do so many weird things. When she shoots uh, uh, George... The flame. And then there's a shot where his corpse is just laying on the on the yeah. dock or the, the road and she's standing and it just holds on her looking at his corpse for what felt like a half a damn hour. <laughs> and then she just walks away like there's nothing. Nothing happens. It's just and like she's in the flower shop and suddenly the camera just like zooms in a few inches for a moment and then zooms back out a few inches for no reason
1: at all. Oh, I know the shot you're talking about. I'm pretty sure because I think it. Uh, she's she's right the behind the, the cash register.
0: Moment.
1: That's one of the audio uh, moments that I like, though. Because oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't the flower. It, it okay.
0: wasn't the flower shop. It was the gun shop. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. But but she's like gotcha. standing behind the cash register and uh, getting ready to load the gun, uh, and the mm, camera just yep. zooms in just enough to remove the cash register from the shot. <laughs> And then zooms back out just enough to be back in the same place for no reason at all. It isn't a technique that they've been using to establish something for, throughout the, the duration of the movie. It's just a throwaway thing. It's like he had this idea that day on the set. and it was just like, hey, let's just do this thing for no reason. And yeah, a lot of this movie felt that way, frankly. It felt like they just sort of pieced a lot of this together on the fly.
1: I think he had a vision hopefully. I might be giving a And that's where my 3.5 comes from because I just have higher hopes. Um, yeah. But like knowing Darling where you are mostly focused on is woman movie. and there's no dialogue and then there are little moments obviously where yeah. there is dialogue but it's a lot of just her. Mm-hmm. That's that's why i have confidence that this could have been a movie just about her where it is atmospheric and those long long shots are fine because that is the whole movie if they had done like just her like very little dialogue maybe even right. at the end she tries to leave and richard breaks like yeah you gotta stay here and here's the reason why and we're like what the fuck for like no <laughs> yeah. reason and then she goes out to a beach and there's a and like it just escalates very quickly at the end for no reason like i would be fine with that i wanted just like her running through this town like not encountering people and being confused and not being able to leave because those were my yeah favorite shots. like
0: even if they had done uh. little things like like maybe they don't uh eliminate the other people entirely but like Like, the the initial beach scene where she ends up uh, thinking she's following George and she ends up in the woods and and encounters Mm -hmm. the the ghost people for the first time. Like, people in the distance like that, or maybe she sees something out of the corner of her eye, like, that would have even been fine. It's the full-scale interaction that just threw everything off completely. Uh, Yeah. I was especially, (laughs) frankly, there was one moment I was super frustrated about uh, because I felt like something was about to happen, and then it didn't because there was just something weird in the camera shot. But in that sequence uh, where she uh, has put the bridge down and she's getting ready to leave, and she runs into the the dude with the the shotgun, uh, mm-hmm. while they're having their conversation back and forth, uh, in the background behind her, when the angle when the camera angle is on her in that conversation. There's like a, like a white post or something in the background, very fuzzy, that starts oh. to appear a little bit in the light. And I thought for sure it was somebody coming down the road behind her and it was going to be a whole thing. Because it went on for a while and then it just kept on going and kept on going. And I realized, no, that's not a person. It's not moving or getting closer. It's just a thing in the background. And I was super bummed out yes uh,
1: yeah
0: yeah g- good ideas in the movie but it could have been a much much better movie uh it's uh it's, it's yeah definitely somewhat disappointing um I mean everybody's not uh you know you might enjoy it give it a shot obviously if your own opinions but uh, uh I strongly suggest maybe instead uh, you, you, if you are going to watch off-season, definitely go watch Darling as well.
1: Yeah, and part of the reason for my high score is because I think I probably will watch it again, but I will fast-forward the parts that I don't like, <laughs> and I will just make it the movie that I want because I would have loved her just running around being
0: lost. It, it, here's a little peek behind the curtain. Michelle actually has a, a, a hard drive full of uh, carefully, personally edited versions of movies where she's just taken out all the stuff she doesn't like and just watches the bits she does. It's pretty fascinating. She's got like 300 titles in there at this moment. Um,
1: Here's the thing that's not far off, but we are to get into it right now. She
0: hasn't yet gotten into shooting the new scenes that she feels should have been there but weren't. But um, it's coming. Don't do <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> I have a, a a Michelle Rollers uh director's cut of Zack Snyder's director's cut.
0: <laughs> oh my joke. god.
1: It's seven <laughs> hours long. Um it it's basically like I took the whole movie and I just put it three times in same movie and you just keep
0: watching it oh my god
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's the the slowed down flash sequence for like four hours i slowed it down even further
0: (laughs) nice nice oh so that's how we felt about off-season guys i don't really have anything more to say about it uh so you know i'm obviously strongly recommend you know i mean we're just some some doofies you know go check it out yourself make up your own opinion but if you if you you know, if you think we know what we're talking about, you know, maybe don't. Michelle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, What are we getting? This is one I'm actually super excited Ugh. for. Uh, what are we getting next week?
1: We get Mad God. And let me just say, like, <laughs> please don't be bad. Please don't be bad. I am begging you. Please don't be bad.
0: <laughs> Some of you, uh, I would assume, are familiar. Uh, Phil Tippett uh is a special effects guy for years and years he's worked on a lot of movies that you know uh not the least of which would be uh Jurassic Park uh he did uh a lot of stop motion and like he was the guy who was doing the dinosaurs in stop motion uh and uh and like they sort of replaced a lot of his work with the uh, the digital work and that sort of thing but uh He's an incredible special effects artist and he's been working on this stop motion animation movie Mad God for literally 30 years (laughs) and and like little bits and pieces of it have have come out like you can find little short elements that I assume are going to be part of the overall film but uh I am so fucking excited about this movie I have been waiting for this to happen for a long time.
1: Yeah, I um, I have been trying to do the same thing where I've just been doing a stop motion of all the horror movies that I don't like and I'm putting them together and it's been 30 like <laughs> years to make a quality horror movie out of all of it and then I'm going to release it. But first I have to make like a big dinosaur movie that everybody likes and that's the part I'm struggling with. So I'm trying my hardest, but it's difficult. Dinosaurs are hard.
0: Nice. Okay. <laughs> All I'm right, just, guys. I'm so
1: excited. I'm so awesome. excited for next yeah, week.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're both super stoked on this one. It's one we've been, like, <laughs> he started working on the film uh, when he was working on RoboCop 2 uh, and then got uh, moved away from it for a variety of reasons and then picked it up again 20 years later uh, and just spent, like, weekends and, and time working on Ah, oh, God.
1: He's like an absent father where now the kid is 20 years old and he's like now I'll be in your life and now I will have a relationship with you now that you can stand on your own mad god.
0: Yeah, I'm so I uh, like yeah, he he's done so many great things. He's also directed uh a, a couple of movies uh, as well but like yeah. Oh my god. Don't be bad. Willow, don't be RoboCop, bad. Howard the Duck, Coneheads, Jurassic Park, Starship Troopers. Wait.
1: Wait, he directed Howard. No, the no, these are movies oh, okay. that he did special
0: effects work on. I should okay, have been more like, clear oh about that. Oh my
1: god, I, I love
0: Howard. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> By the way, he also worked on a a, a trilogy of movies you might have heard of called Star Wars Episode Four, Five, and Six. He did work on those films. Oh, I I've heard of those. Yeah, he's an incredibly talented fella, and we're... Okay, guys, that's enough. You guys get it. We're super fucking excited about (laughs) Mad God. Hopefully, it's not nearly as disappointing as offseason was. Um, And that's coming up next week. So, uh, say goodnight, Michelle.
1: Goodnight, Michelle.